Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about embracing release. I really think when it comes to embracing release and stepping into the next version of you, Elsa said it best. Sometimes you just need to let that shit go. And by that shit, I mean anything that is not serving you. Self-doubt, self-loathing, lack of self-trust. It is letting go anything standing in the way of you being your best possible self. So this week, we are going to dive in to exactly how to do that. It'll come as no surprise to you. This will entail some self-questioning. So, you know, save this episode, come back to it when you have a journal nearby so you can write down these questions and use them to check in with whenever needed. And while I purposely put this episode, you know, close to the new year for a reason, because I think it's an amazing time to think about what went well in this past year and maybe what didn't. And so what we want to release as we step into the next year, this is also an evergreen episode, meaning it is perfect for any time you are just feeling the heaviness and the anchoredness of your bullshit and you're feeling ready to just let that shit go. Before we get into this, I want to set the intention that while we dig through this process of shedding what is not serving us, we do so without adding shame because shame is not a driver of change, right? Neither is guilt. And so while I can very much relate to feeling shame over some habits and behaviors and patterns that are repeated, I know what that feels like. I also know that feeling shame and carrying that shame about those things is not a driver of change. You have heard me say many times before, you cannot bully yourself better. And this is absolutely where that statement applies. You are never going to talk your shit, talk yourself into being a better person by talking shit to yourself. It just does not work like that. And so I want to set the intention going into this episode and for you going into this practice that when you do so, you do so as an observer. You do so as an unbiased observer. I want you to look at your shit, your patterns, your habits, your beliefs, anything that is not serving you, and look at it from a perspective of how would I help somebody I love release these things? And somebody you love is the key word here because you would hold them accountable, but you also wouldn't berate them. You wouldn't belittle them. You wouldn't be call them a loser. You wouldn't do any of that stuff. And so it's really important. And I know this is all things that we have talked about in the past, but it always bears repeating. Like, believe me, I've been doing this work for, you know, really coming on two decades now. And this still comes up for me. The shame still comes up for me. The guilt still comes up for me. I don't think it's something I ever personally am ever going to be free of. And through my coaching practice, this is very much something that I am seeing is a universal experience, right? And so I want to remind you that the goal here isn't to just walk away from these things and never have to revisit these feelings. I don't think life works like that. The goal here is to remember that when these feelings, when these things come up, when they rear their ugly heads, that how we grow is by choosing to respond to them differently. And that difference is being that objective, I'm sorry, yes, that objective observer, just looking and going, okay, I understand this. I know this pattern. I know this thought. I know this habit. I have been here before, but I don't do that anymore. This is not how I interact with myself. And I am not going to cause myself to feel shame over this because I'm human, right? So again, intention is show yourself grace, show yourself love. Hold yourself accountable to your potential and do not allow yourself to be dragged down 
by any of your bullshit. Okay, let's get into it. The first step in embracing release is identifying what needs to go. What is not serving you? This may seem like an obvious thing, and sometimes it is, right? We all know habits that we want to get rid of. We all know that, okay, I might be drinking too much. I'm scrolling too late. I am gossiping too much. I am not taking good care of my body. Like We can quickly identify things that are not serving us. That's not that hard to do, but I still encourage you to sit down Give yourself some time, not an abundant amount of time, just five to 10 minutes and ask yourself what needs to go. The process of writing those things out is going to be different. And again, with kindness, right? We are exploring with kindness. And so create your list. And then from that list, ask yourself what, and this is really, really important, right? If, if this were a book, I would be begging you to highlight this part. <laughs> you have to ask yourself on that list, What do you feel capable of tackling right now? And that's important, right? That is really, really important because quite often we're aware of what we want to get rid of, but we're not always in a place where we can get rid of those things. And some of these things are compounding issues. And so maybe tackling one of those things will kind of clear up the rest. That's often that's often the experience I see with clients where we, you know, kind of tackle one to three things head on and then the other five to seven things that were on their list, they kind of just get cleaned up by default. And even when that's not the case, those other things become a lot more manageable because in tackling only one to three things, you're able to do so with your full attention and you're able to do so with commitment and you're able to hold yourself accountable, again, to your potential and stay consistent to really changing patterns and changing habits and staying aware of when these things are not serving you. And so what you are doing in that is you're building up your self-confidence. You're building your self-efficacy and you're building your discipline. And so moving on to the next thing on that list is easier because you have faith in your ability to handle it. And so all that to say, yes, you need to know what is not working. You need to know what you want to release, but you also need to know what you are willing to take on right now. And you have to be really, really honest with yourself, even if that means starting very small, a lot smaller than you would like to, a lot smaller than you may even think that you are capable of. That's okay. Because the main thing is that these things are happening. If you find yourself having a hard time figuring out where to start or figuring out what you feel capable of tackling, this is the trick that I like to keep up my sleeve. And that is asking myself how I feel when I'm in these situations. And by situations, I mean repeating those patterns, believing those dickhead thoughts that I'm hearing going on in my monkey mind, or you know, stepping back into a negative habit that I want to move away from. And so think about yourself in whatever those situations may be and just think about how you feel. And allow yourself to feel empathy towards that version of you right? Because it's a part of you, but it's not who you are. I find it really helpful to kind of separate myself when I am doing this and think, okay, that is a part of me. That's my lower self. That is my survival self. Because quite often that's where these kind of coping mechanisms started, right? They started when we were just doing our best in whatever situation that we were in. And so allowing yourself to feel empathy for that version of you is incredibly kind. And it's going to get you out of that 
feeling of guilt or shame or being a dick to yourself when you're able to look at it objectively and go, oh, okay, right? I understand why I was doing this. I understand why that was helpful for me in my survival at that point in my life and how I picked up this habit, this pattern. And so, you know, I'm kind of getting off subject here, but I think it's really important, you know, I don't want to have you guys kind of be taking yourself through a therapy session with yourself, but it really, that's what you're doing. You're, you're digging and you're showing yourself empathy and you're showing yourself grace the same way you would with anybody else. You would say, okay, yeah, you, you know, I'll use binge eating because that's something I struggled with for years. So you'd say, yeah, you're binge eating. When did you start doing this? What was happening in your life? What were you experiencing? What were you feeling? What was your day-to-day like? And, you know, if you're anything like me and the women that I've had really the privilege of working with and sitting with while we work through these emotions and these feelings and these patterns together is we can identify, okay, well, when this started, things in life weren't ideal, right? They were periods of our lives where we would like to move away from, where shit was messy, at best. And so this behavior started as a numbing technique, as, as almost a survival technique. And, and you have to allow yourself to feel empathetic towards that version of yourself. You were doing the best you could with the tools you had. And now, thank God, you're in a place where you can identify that you deserve better. And this applies to everything. This applies with drinking. This applies with not exercising enough. This applies with not taking good enough care of your physical being. This applies with scrolling too much because you're fucking bored, right? It applies anywhere. And so whatever you're looking at, ask yourself, how does it feel? How does it feel when I participate in that? And name those emotions. You know, you don't want to sink into those emotions, but name them because they're not going to be good feelings. And when you do that, you can see, okay, yeah, no, that's not that's not a feeling I want to take into this next chapter of my life. That is not something that feels good. And so whatever really, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth, whatever feels the worst that's where you go first, right? Allow that to be your big step. And I want to stress this enough. If you've worked with me in any capacity, you know what I'm going to say right now. And that is do not, under any circumstances, trick yourself into thinking that you can tackle everything at once. You can't, right? You can't. I suggest heavily one to three. And even three, I say very, very cautiously, I hate it. And if I'm working in a session, we almost never do three at a time. And the only time that three is allowed, <laughs> for lack of a better term, is when two and three are incredibly small, right? If you're looking at a big thing, and you know it, you know in your gut what a big thing is. A big thing to you may be a small thing to somebody else, and a small thing to somebody else may be a huge fucking mountain to you, right? You know what that big thing is. Start with one. Only go up to one or from one if these are little things or things that are very, very closely tied together, like your sleep hygiene and your phone. Those are going to be very, very tied together. And so they can, you know, work together. And yeah, sleep is a big thing. I will die on that hill. You will hear me say that forever. Sleep, sleep, sleep. It makes everything better. Holy shit. If you're still struggling with your body, still struggling with your motivation, struggling with your headspace, struggling with the way you look, sleep. Start with sleep. That's a little tangent that I didn't mean to get on. But anyway, one thing, unless that one thing is on the smaller side or closely tied to other things and under no circumstances should you be picking more 
than three things because, you know, slow and steady wins the race. We want to build some self-efficacy and we want to build some self-trust. And so we don't want to overwhelm you. So pick whatever feels the worst and go from there. Another way to approach this is by asking yourself, what do you no longer wish to participate in? Think about yourself from the highest point possible. Who do you want to be? What is the absolute best, most prosperous, kindest, glowing, just filled with potential version of you? What does she no longer participate in? Like what behavior, when you die, what do you want people not to say about you, right? Like I never want to be observing my funeral from a higher plane and having people go, yeah, Heather gossiped a lot. Heather talked a lot of shit. Like, oh, that would just suck. I don't want to participate in that. I never want people to be like, Heather was obsessed with her weight. Heather was so obsessed with what the scale said or wearing the smallest possible jean size. Like, nope, I don't want to participate in that. So think about what you no longer wish to be, who you no longer wish to be. Identify those things. Because knowing what you do not want to participate in is really, really powerful to help you release what is not serving you. Another reminder, be kind to the past versions of yourself. Be kind to the version of yourself that's sitting here right now in this very moment, right? I, my Angelou, when you know better, you do better. But sometimes it's not that simple, right? Sometimes we know better, but we are unable to do better. And you're always, even when you're not doing the best you can, by default, you're doing the best you can because that's what you're doing. (laughs) We don't want to argue with reality and we always want to frame it in a positive light. Just know that you, as you are right now, or who you were a few weeks ago, a few years ago, a few months ago, a few seconds ago, all of that is just, it's water moving under a bridge. You can step into a different version of you, a different possibility, a different reality at any time. It really starts with releasing what is below you, what you no longer want to participate in, what no longer feels good, what no longer feels aligned with your highest self, your soul's calling, your soul's calling, and your full potential. And this is the perfect time to step into that. I want to enter this new year really excited about what is in front of me. And I want to, I want that intention for you too, right? I, I want that intention for all of us, for all of us everywhere, listening or not, to go into this next phase, this next year with positive, optimistic eyes. I don't think we've done that in a few years. And and kind of rightfully so. Things have been shit. (laughs) We can call a spade a spade, but like I don't want to participate in that anymore. I don't want to live there anymore. And I don't want to be around people who do either. And so whenever you're listening, be it before the new year or after, every single day is a fresh opportunity to choose differently and, and to step out of a skin that is just too small for who you are. And so give yourself that gift and allow yourself to do that. I I hope this episode helped. If you have questions, you know where to find me. Reach out, DM, email, head to my website, all that good stuff. I am easy to get a hold of. Quick plug, leave a review. I am very, very close to 100 reviews. I would love, love to break that soon. So please, if you have not done so already, please rate and review this podcast. It means the world. And Next week, I really look forward to that conversation. We are going to talk about the other side of this, stepping into what feels good, who we want to be, calling in better, calling in more, calling in what is aligned, and what will help us evolve and grow into just the most delicious versions of ourselves. So I will see you back next week for that conversation.